Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On The Pace with Michael Gearan on your Monday morning. Hope your week started well. Hope you won some money on the weekend and I hope you had a good Australia Day on Friday. We are rocking and rolling for Harness Racing this week. It's Hunter Cup week, which isn't New South Wales, but it's been a very kind race to New South Wales in the last couple of years. And this year, for the first time in a while, we haven't had Mark Purden back in Australia. He hasn't been a regular visitor since COVID annoyed us all four years ago. He's back in Victoria. We're going to talk to him this morning, to Luke McCarthy from New South Wales, and later on try and find your winner at uh, Newcastle tonight, with or today, with Josh Gallagher. But Mark joins us first. Good morning to you, Mark. What's it like being back in Melbourne? Must be nice to be back in a place where you've had so much success. Yes, good morning. Back in Melbourne, it is. I just flew in on the day, but uh, this week, uh, uh, after doing the horse, I plan on catching up a few of my friends that uh, I've made over the years. So uh, I'm really enjoying the week. You bought a four-year-old with you who's not very exposed in open class. His name is Don't Stop Dreaming. Uh, Really good on his Australian debut at Melton on Saturday night, finishing second to a millionaire pacer in Better Eclipse. I would have thought, Mark, knowing he's had just a couple of tiny issues in the last month, he should come on from Saturday night? Yeah, I think so. Mick, uh, you know, it was four weeks since his last run, and uh, that's quite a long time for a, for a stallion. So um, he, he blew up over the back, so the, you'd, you'd, which suggests that one would improve him and do him good. So uh, he seemed very full of himself this morning on the track, so... Uh, you know, I think that that's the case. The run has sharpened him up a little bit. Some of our listeners don't know this horse very well. They would have seen him a little bit on, on Sky over the last two years. Where do you think he sits? Because we might see more of him uh, coming up at the Chariots of Fire Carnival and the Miracle Mile Carnival. Is he one of the two best four-year-olds in New Zealand alongside his arch-rival Merlin? Or do you think if you dig a bit deeper, he might actually be better than Merlin? Can you not split them? Uh, look, it's really the runner. Two, both very, very good horses, and uh, I think most of the time they've been separated. It's been the run that's separated them. So, um, you know, we, we, we don't, uh, we haven't had our horses exposed to this open coupling races like we would have going back pre-COVID when you'd come to Australia when he was a two-year-old for the Breeders' Crown or a, a three-year-old for the Derby. So, uh, you know, you sort of come into it and you know, it's a little bit the unknown, but uh, I was thrilled with running a close second to, to Better Eclipse on Saturday night and it just showed he's probably the best horse going around Melbourne at the moment and, uh, you know, it was an encouraging run. OK, different kettle of fish, Mark, for the Hunter Cup, the $500,000 Hunter Cup on Saturday night. You're up against Leap to Fame. I, I know he's a horse you haven't raced a lot, but I know you have enormous respect for both him and Grant Dixon. So what do you make of Don't Stop Dreaming against Leap to Fame? And does he need your horse to draw front line, maybe Leap to Fame second line, in that barrier draw tomorrow morning at 9.30 on Sky? Yeah, well, 
it would be a helmet, but it's um, you know he's the benchmark probably of uh, you know the Australian scene, and he's obviously going to be very very hard to beat. He had a nice nice run um, last Saturday night, a nice comfortable win for him, and, and good a good run going into this week for the Hunter Cup. So yeah, he's obviously going to be the horse to beat. We get, we're probably going to need a little bit of luck and or the draw on our side. And, and a, a favourable run to turn the tables on him, I would think. But, uh, yeah, it, a lot will come down to the draw. OK, are we still thinking Don't Stop Dreaming goes or comes to New South Wales for the Chariots of Fire and potentially the Miracle Mile? Is it a case that he needs to race well this week or is he basically yes for New South Wales? Yeah, look, he, he will race well, I'm confident of that. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, it'll be uh, on to New South Wales after Saturday night. OK, there's two lead-up races to the Chariots of Fire. That's the four-year-old classic, which goes on March the 2nd. I presume if you're racing the Saturday night, you might give them the following week off and, and look to race the week after. Would that be a correct presumption? Uh, yes, that would be right, mate. Yep. OK, so that would pit you up against Merlin, your old arch-rival, uh, in the second of the heats in two weeks' time and, and up against your brother, Barry. <laughs> yeah, I might have to review that because, yeah, he's going to take an awful lot of beating. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens on Saturday night and just see what sort of run he gets and, and how hard a run he gets and probably be, be the deciding factor. Yeah, well, just I can tell you live on radio now, Mark, brother Baz, your older brother, uh, he's going to take sooner the better to the first heat of the Chariots of Fire, and he's going to take Merlin to the second. So there you go. We're all on the same page. You can make a decision based right. around that. <laughs> yeah, let, yeah. Let, let's talk about um, bringing a horse to New South Wales, because Don't Stop Dreaming is a very good horse. But, Mark, have you found, for example, you took a door me to Menangle and got her beaten once fresh up. Do you find sometimes it takes them a run at Menangle to get their heads around it because it is so fast? I've found that to be the case with some horses. Um, they've certainly been better for having that experience and, and for what reason I'm not, I don't really know, but uh, yes, I've, I've had the experience where a horse hasn't performed as well with the first start on the track as I would expect, but uh, then after that they seem to be away. You've had so many great horses, and I think back in the day, Mark, it was easy to have a great horse who could be a great miler and a great two-miler. There were horses who used to win the New Zealand Cup, and they won the Miracle Mile. Do you think we're getting to a stage where, with the diversity in the breeds, let's use Captain Treacherous, for example, they are great milers, maybe, maybe, they're not great two-milers. Is it getting harder to be an all-round Lazarus-like champion? Is it getting harder to be the horse who's the best for an Inter-Dominion, but also the best for a Miracle Mile? Well, it's a good point, Mick. Um, yeah, just hard to say. You, you, you'll probably get the freak like a Lazarus that's capable of doing both, uh, or a Holmes DG-type horse, but he went on one, two Miracle Miles. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that one, Mick. <laughs> All right, let's talk about your other very good horse, Akuta. Akuta's a good horse. He might be the best horse in New Zealand. Why is he not in Australia? Yeah, well, he just had a training mishap. Mick, just a freakish sort of thing where he just pacing along and just caught his shoe and 
and just tripped him and he stumbled and, and just drove through with his back legs and hit his tendon. So he's going to be out of business now for the for the year, unfortunately. Okay, so you were going to get him re-scanned. I, I take it, has that scan happened? And, and what is the diagnosis for him? Because I haven't asked you about him yeah, for the last 10 days. Yeah, the, the scans happened, Nick, and uh, yeah, it was rather disappointing, actually. It, uh, you know, he's done more damage than we originally thought because the leg improved so much in about four days. But, the, you know, the damage is uh, underneath, and the, and the scan revealed it accurately that, uh, you know, we, we, he's definitely going to need some time. OK. When you say time, it is, it's a long way away now. The New Zealand Cup's not to November. Is that a type of race you can aim at? Or because of the racing you need to get ready for that, is that also going to be missed? Is he going to miss basically the whole of 2024? Yes, he will, Mick. Yeah, he'll be right out, right to the end of the year. So not in work this year? Not in work, no. no. Disappointed to hear that, Mark. Very sorry no. to hear that. He's, he's, a, he's a wonderful horse. Um, you've been through these highs and lows before, but yes, that's a tricky one. So very sad to hear that about yeah. Akuta. What about your trotters? You've got a really good trotter. I think it's going to win New Zealand trotter of the Oscar Bonavina. But, Mark, this is a rare moment where Australia have such a comprehensive champion and just believe you need to think twice about coming over to take him on. Yeah, oh, he's super. And, uh, you know, just watching him go on Saturday night, he, he just... Uh, He's just a pleasure to watch. He's just such a good horse, and uh, I think he took his earnings just over a million dollars, I think. So, uh, you know, it's a wonderful achievement for a trotter to do that. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's for the racing he's had and, and been to Sweden and back, he's, he looks magnificent. He's coming to the slot trot, the new race at Cambridge, on lead to believe, Mark. Have you put him, Ultra Brilliance, Oscar Bonavina, I think Elder Baron Zeus, and... Uh, and, of course, Muscle Mountain in the same place, along with Queen Elida. Could be one of the strongest trotting races even you've been involved in this part of the world. It certainly could. It would certainly be a very, very exciting race too. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're very good horses and uh, they're going to take some, you know, take a power beating. Mark, looking forward to the Sydney Carnival around the corner is Don't Stop Dreaming, your your sole contender. Is it a case that with these changed calendars and so much of the middle part of the year not having the feature racing it used to have, that, that by sticking it all together it becomes too tough to compete in derbies in both countries or oaks in both countries? Yes, yeah, it does really. But yeah, it's just unfortunate the way it's been programmed, but uh, maybe if... Uh we could get them to sit down together and just work out a plan that could could suit both countries. I think it would benefit the industry. Mark, I'll leave that to you. You, you can be in charge. Of <laughs> mate, it's great to have you back Thanks, uh, on, on Australian shores. Sorry to hear about it, Peter. Um, looking forward to seeing Don't Stop Dreaming on Saturday night, mate. Good. Thanks, Mac. Mark Purden, one of the, the great trainers of all time, and, and I say this not lightly, one of the great trainers of, of either code for the equines. I've dealt with a lot of people who had very good galloping trainers in their lives, and they said, Mark's as good as they get, so he's outstanding. Here's another one of them. He's one of our great trainers, Luke McCarthy. Um, Luke, it's sort of good to see Mark back on our shores, isn't he? Because he's such a great trainer that when you get people like you and him together, and the Jason Grimsons that are out there doing it, and the Greg Sugars... It must feel a little bit, Luke, like test match cricket or test match league. You're, you're out there mixing it with the big boys and girls. 
Yeah, good morning, Mick. And yeah, it's always good to have you know the top competition to race against. And yeah, you know, usually around this time of year with Hunter Cups and Miracle Miles and Chariots of Fires coming up, it's, it's always great racing. Mate, let's talk about uh, your team for the Hunter Cup. So in the market with Tab, we have can't find a better man at thirty-one dollars, and. The old Trojan, the one who always turns up and turned up again at Menango on Saturday night, Spirit of St. Louis, at $41. Well, first things first, are they both going? And is that market right? Is Can't Find a Better Man a better chance than Spirit of St. Louis? Um, yeah, they're, they're definitely both going, Nick, and they, you know, they race, both race fantastic on Saturday night. First up from a freshen up and... I think it was actually Spurs St. Louis's probably best run since he was sort of back to that when he won the Ballarat Cup and ran second at King of Swing in the Hunter Cup. So he raced awesome. Can't find a better man. Went super as well. What come from last, these sectionals would have been really good. So, yeah, they're both heading to Melbourne for the weekend. OK. Um, uh, who do you drive? Is it a case that, that obviously, uh, Jack is Spurs of St. Louis's regular driver, so he's on him and you're on Can't Find a Better Man? Yeah, that's right. Jack will stick with Lewis, and I'll, I'll drive better man. Who's your better chance? If they say they both say they draw four and five, let's put them in the same place because the draw, by the way, listeners, is not till nine thirty tomorrow morning. That'll be on Sky. Who's your better chance, Luke? If they draw similar, I'll be honest. You couldn't split it, Mick, and and you know, ideally, like either one of them, Drew Barrier one is a perfect draw because you know, Leap to Fame's obviously shown his dominance lately, but you know, look. They're very dangerous horses with the right draw because you know how quick they are, and I, I couldn't split them at the moment. Has it got to the stage with Leap to Fame where he is dominant enough that, say, you draw one with Spirit of St. Louis and Jack's out there, that you now hand to a horse like him and take the 80,000 for second? Oh, look, it's not so much even drawing for the second, Mick, but he, he you know, he's gonna, he's that strong, he can just cheer up and beat you anyway so you know you sort of hope that there might be another dominant horse that maybe you could let go that would park him or you know or there's a lot of pressure so look you know he, he's the best horse around and you know he's got to drive for form. I tell you he's a pretty good horse used to be trained by Mark Purden now it's trained by Luke McCarthy our cosmic major Luke he just seems to keep stepping up admittedly he didn't need to go to a higher level to win on Saturday night at Menangle because he went slower on Saturday than the start before. He went 151.6, but he just turns up and and wins. Yeah, he's done a really good job, Mick. He sort of, wouldn't matter if he goes 150 or 152, he'll only win by half length. He's sort of just one of them, that's a bit of a trait that he's got. But, you know, he's done a really good job. He come back, he had a tendon issue and sort of got him through that and he continues to get the job done. Is he a horse who might dip into a free-for-all on Miracle Mile night when some of the better horses are away? Or or is he a horse who's going to end up having a bit more fun when some of the better horses, the open-class horses, go to carnivals in Queensland and he can race week in, week out for his 20 or 30 without having to take them on? Yeah, we sort of hadn't had any major plans for him, just let him do the talking. Um, but the way he's going with his gate speed, we sort of thought we might have a crack at setting him for the Newcastle mile. Okay, so he goes to Newcastle. I think Leap to Fame's going there too, but if by some upset 
you happen to win at Newcastle, he becomes a Miracle Mile horse. Do you go to the Miracle Mile? Oh, look, it's still a bit early, but he's done nothing wrong. He just you know, keeps running good times and winning races, so we won't get carried away next, but we'll, we'll, we've got to start somewhere at aiming him at one of the better races, so that's the first one we thought we'd have a crack at. OK, um, you're heading to Menangle tomorrow for the Tuesday afternoon meeting there. Have you, have you got anything in tomorrow our listeners should be following, Luke? Because some of them probably don't want to be waiting to, to Saturday night for a bit. You've got a horse in there called Alberto who, who seems to have ability. Yeah, he, he goes quite good, Nick, and he, he tried good last week, so for the punters, they could definitely stick with him. We've been telling people for a little while that Rock and Roll Hammer's going to be a good horse. I think he's getting there. Uh, should we stick with him? Is he a horse in the barn who we think's going to do a job? Yeah, definitely. And, like, he was only second up, you know, his last run, and they've come out and gone 150, and now Cosmic Majors beat him ahead. So, you know, the form is good. Cosmic Majors won again on Saturday. So, look, stick with him. But in the next breath, his next couple of runs are going to be against Merlin and, you know, the champion four-year-old. So he'll compete at that high level for the chariots and that but it's definitely going to be strong competition but you can definitely stick with all Mate, do you chuck anything else on the bus going down to Melbourne this week? Does, does any of the other Menangle team turn up in Victoria? No, Mick, just the two boys and the rest can all stay at home. Sales season's coming up. Uh, have you had a chance to go to a few farms or look at a few horses or some people love looking at them on the farms or are you more of a sale day parade man? Oh, no, I like to go to the farms, Mick, and it's sort of, yeah, try and do it a, a little bit closer to the sale. Um, so, yeah, it'll all start to hot up in the next sort of month or so. Mate, it's always good to talk to you. Um, we'll see you at Melton on Saturday night, and thanks for talking to us this morning on Sky Sport Radio. No, thanks, Mick. Luke McCarthy has two in the Hunter Cup, so the bar- so the market's open for the Hunter Cup. So Tab has the market open. That's the place you should be bidding at, Tab. Leap to fame's $1.40. Now, he's not going to get any shorter unless he draws barrier two. The barrier draw is on Sky Channel tomorrow morning as, as part of the morning line. So with Brittany Graham, barrier draw 9.30 tomorrow morning on Sky, on, t- on the TV. Uh, Leap to fame, $1.40. Don't stop dreaming, $7.00. Beyond Delight from Victoria, 11. Catch a Wave, the Miracle Mile champion, 11. Better Eclipse, who went over the million dollars in stake earnings at 14. And See Ya Art from New South Wales, for Jason Grimson, at $21. And Luke's 2, Can't Find a Better Man, 31s. Spirit of St. Louis, who, if it gets into the race, we'll get into the race, but if it gets a good draw, if it gets a good draw, it draws to lead. It's got really good gate speed. It's 7 66. Yes, I'm not making this up. $7.66 a place. You can make a really strong case for a horse who has multiple Grand Circuit placings. If you wanted to back Spirit of St. Louis at $7.66, you'll get your chance. So you could do worse. That market open till tonight. TAB.com.au. And of course, from there, they head down to Saturday. So that's when the the market will become final field as of tomorrow, as a futures market as we speak. Josh Gallagher joins us now, and good morning to you, Josh. Um, you got a nice win there on Friday night at Tamworth. Uh, I thought that's a pretty nice horse you're driving. Cheers, Nick. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, no, he's been a pretty pretty nice horse. He's only had uh, 13, 14 starts, and um, you know, he, he's never, never too far out of the placing. 
It's a funny thing. It's one of those carnivals, isn't it? The Tamworth Carnival, where it's not crazy money. It's good money, but you know, fifty thousand dollars for the gold guitar. It just seems to have more. I don't know, glamour and more oomph than a $50,000 race. Um, of course, you won it with I Break the Line, and he did a great job to win it, but it must be cool to win these races or have these cool names and people seem to want to win, even away from the nice state. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's a it's a growing growing um, place up there, Tamworth, and uh, the prize money keeps going up each year, and... Um, you know, it was 50000 this year and 60000 for the cup race. And, um, you know, some nice horses are starting to get up there every year and um, it's starting to be a good race to be a part of. OK, it's a long way from Tamworth to Menangle, but he's good enough to go back to Menangle. Obviously, I, I break the line. I would have thought he's probably going to end up a free-for-aller. Yeah, no, they're, um, you know, he's only likely raced as a young horse and... Um, you know, it, it took their time, and um, he's raced on a on a Tuesday there and, and drawn fifty three himself. So um, as a three year old, so um, you know he's only going to benefit from going away and coming back, and um, yeah, for sure. Okay, for those who missed Tamworth, it was their big meeting, of course, the Country Cups meeting, the Golden Guitar won by Josh um, on I Break the Line, and, and the Cup missed the truth. Really good performance for Cameron Hart and Jared Elchin. So they're, they're the two favourites getting home, or close enough to the favourites in the two big races at Tamworth. All right, Josh, you're off to Newcastle uh, today. First race is at 12.53. Let's go through them, because some of them don't have stellar form, but it's that kind of type of meeting. You're on Hasler in the first. Form's not great. There's not much form in the race. Yeah, no, he's... Um... Yeah, he's been a little bit disappointing of lately, but his last two runs have been very good for him. And, um, you know, we've got a good barrier, barrier one here, and he does have good gate speed, so we'll be looking to use it early. And, um, hopefully to be behind the leader and um, have one good crack at him late. Another one who has uh, a good barrier draw is race three, Dance by the Seaside. Went to Penrith last time and beaten, but did start off the second line at Penrith, which can be really tricky. Falls into the right race here with a bit of barrier draw. Yeah, he's dropping back in class here, and um, you know he sort of was sort of just trying to find find his win in the maiden, and um, you know I think today today's his day, and um, you know we're not we're not going to push him early, we're just going to let him find his feet, and, um, you know come with one run, and um, you know hopefully be there, yeah, yeah, right on the line. In the fourth on the card, you get a second line draw for the first time for the day on the Thug. It's been a good old horse, the Thug. He's had 129 starts, but he's won 10 races. He's won his 100k, and I suppose these older horses, they like it when they, they get the right sort of run for them, and sometimes they don't like it when they don't get the right sort of run. Yeah, no, he's been um, he's been a good old horse, and um, he's pretty easy to drive. He's pretty crazy, and um, you know, hopefully they go hard early, and um, we get a nice trail up for the through the back and, um, you know, he doesn't like going early, but, um, yeah, hopefully hopefully get the right run and he'll be he'll be in the placing for sure. Another one of those nice old horses you're driving for Mark Callaghan here is race six, Stella's Delight, and drawn slightly wide. What do you do from out there? Um, yeah, she does have good day speed. She's led a couple of times at the Mangle in the country series for Jack and... Um, I do wonder he gets out as well too from barrier one, but it's a bit hard 
from barrier one to try and try and lead. And, uh, so hopefully we get the slingshot across and um, you know driving one and a half. They're not going to disappoint. And the seventh on the card, you drive Silent Legend, who who seems to like it when they go about 158. When they go a bit quicker than 158, or they get down to the 156s, doesn't quite seem to suit Silent Legend quite as well. Yeah, no, he's um, you know he he, li- he likes the fence, and um, you know if we're four fence here and uh, getting a nice trip, he, he he's always running on. But um, you know as soon as we have to come wide, he just gets hanging on that pole. And, um, yeah, he's not he's not the easiest to drive sometimes, but um, you know every now and again he he does get the good trip and he's always there about. Tell you a horse, Josh, I think's going better than than maybe the form would indicate, and has been racing in the odd nice races. Stealth Bomber, you're driving in the eighth today. He's got barrier two over twenty thirty. Am I reading that wrong, or is Stealth Bomber going slightly better than maybe that form would suggest? Yeah, no, he was um, he was outstanding last start. He he never got out. He was behind the leader. And, um, yeah, he was really unlucky to win last start, and um, you know we we're not going to take any chances today. If, if we have to sit park, we're going to sit park. And um, yeah, I really like this horse. And um, you know, he, every time I've driven him, he, he's always trying. And um, yeah, he's probably 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 the one today. I reckon. All right. If we're having a bet today, is it Stealth Bomber, who's at $4.80 with the tab, race eight, number two? Or are we thinking a little bit earlier on when you get a nice barrier draw and dropping back in class for dance by the seaside, race three, number two? Do we back one of them, um, both of them? What's, what's the advice? Yeah, I, I'm liking both of them. Um, you know, dance by the seaside, dropping back in class, and Stealth Bomber is really unlucky last start. And, um, yeah, they're probably my best two chances today. Josh, it's always nice talking to you, mate. And congratulations on getting a golden guitar on Friday night. They're hard to get. And, um, yeah, good luck today at Newcastle. Cheers, thank you. Josh Gallagher, who drives Dance by the Seaside, race three, number two. Tab have that at 3.2 for you. Nice and early. Goes just after 2 o'clock. If you feel like having a bet a little bit later on, race eight, number two, Stealth Bomber, has been going better than the form would suggest. It's 4.8 and 1.55. So a couple of each way chances there, or each way in the second of them. Race eight, number two, Stealth Bomber, and race three, number two. Tomorrow morning, the barrier draws on Sky Television, Sky Channel, uh, for the Hunter Cup with $500,000 and the Great Southern Star, which is two heats for the trollers in a final, also out of Melton this week. That'll be what I and Brittany are talking about with you whether it's on television or whether it's on Sky Sport Radio for On The Pace the rest of this week. The next of those will be at 10.30 on Wednesday morning.